Decades of studies from respected institutions have demonstrated the significant impacts of porn consumption on individuals, relationships, and society. Truth About Porn is a current, ever-growing database dedicated to giving visibility to the research on the harmful effects of pornography. Access the latest studies and watch expert interviews to brush up on the research detailing the harms of pornography. Get the facts at truthaboutporn.org. My name is Garrett Johnson, and you're listening to Consider Before Consuming, a podcast by Fight the New Drug. And in case you're new here, Fight the New Drug is a non-religious and non-legislative organization that exists to provide individuals the opportunity to make an informed decision regarding pornography. By raising awareness on its harmful effects, using only science, facts, and personal accounts. During these episodes, we cover a wide variety of topics that may be triggering to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to part 13 of our Get the Facts series, where we explore the research on a specific topic surrounding porn's harms on individuals, relationships, and society to help you be more informed and empowered with the facts. Today's episode is how porn can affect the brain like a drug. You can find the sources to the claims made in this episode or read along at ftnd.org forward slash get the facts. Now let's get to the episode. On the surface, tobacco and porn don't seem to have much in common. Because of its well-known harmful effects, tobacco is kept behind the counter at the gas station and requires an adult ID to purchase. Porn, however, is available almost anywhere with an internet connection. Tobacco can quickly become an expensive habit, while a habit with porn can be completely free. But is a habit like smoking tobacco at all similar to consuming porn? The simple answer? Absolutely yes. The more complicated answer? Still yes, but with a caveat. At a certain point, a direct comparison between the effects of drugs and the effects of porn starts to break down as we'll talk about later in this episode. But at its core, if you understand the basic science of how addiction works, addiction to tobacco and addiction to pornography consumption are remarkably similar. And it all starts in the brain. In case you're not a neurosurgeon, here's a crash course on how a few parts of the brain work. Deep inside the brain, there's something called a reward center. You've got one, your dog's got one, a monkey's got one. One of the reward center's jobs is to release a pleasure chemical called dopamine into our brains in response to behaviors that we perceive as positive, like eating tasty food, getting in a good workout, or enjoying a kiss. Dopamine tells our brain, hey, this is a good thing. Keep doing this thing. And it sends that message in such a powerful way, we become hardwired to do whatever things trigger this process. Normally, it's a great system. The problem, however, is that this process can be hijacked. When someone uses an addictive drug, that drug uses the same dopamine process as part of the high, flooding the brain with feelings of pleasure and positive reinforcement. Your hard-working brain then immediately starts doing its job, developing a preference for whatever produced those feelings and rewiring itself to find and experience those feelings again. This can create a feedback loop that leads us to develop and seek out preferred ways of triggering that flood of happy-making chemicals. 
Ironic, right? The very thing that is supposed to reinforce healthy actions and behaviors is being co-opt for a drug's high. And that's not even the worst part. The more the dopamine process is stimulated, the more it can begin to warp an individual's perception of the world around them. Seemingly everyday items and situations, maybe particular smells, images, or places, can become triggers that spike the desire and cravings for whatever brings on the next high. Do you want to know what else can spark this same process in the brain? You guessed it. Porn. Porn can trigger this process endlessly because it is endlessly available. Just like addictive products such as tobacco, porn can create pathways within the brain that lead to cravings, and those cravings can push consumers to search longer and more diligently for the same level of high. What's worse is that the amount of dopamine that floods the brain only increases with repeated consumption. Each time a consumer turns to porn, they increase their cravings for more. But as the consumer's brain is gaining an increase in desire, it's losing something else. Like we talked about earlier, your brain's reward center is something you share with most mammals. Now let's talk about a part of the brain that makes you uniquely human, the prefrontal cortex. While the reward center is largely responsible for wanting... The prefrontal cortex is largely responsible for putting the brakes on those wants when needed. Let's say you're watching your favorite show late on a weeknight. When the reward center is firing, you might find yourself thinking, just one more episode, this show is so good. But once the prefrontal cortex kicks in, you might think, hold up, it's already after midnight, and I have to wake up in the morning. I should probably get some sleep. Anytime you weigh the consequences of a decision, put off instant gratification for a long-term goal, or think your way through a problem, you're using your prefrontal cortex. And yes, while a hungry little reward center might be common to all animals on our little blue planet, a well-developed prefrontal cortex is a uniquely human advantage. Under normal circumstances, your prefrontal cortex would disrupt unhealthy patterns, such as an escalating porn habit. And for many people, it does. Many will notice intensifying cravings and recognize the potential for an unhealthy habit and change their behavior accordingly. But a sizable percentage of the porn-consuming population will struggle to understand the level of risk or to control their impulses. This impaired decision-making ability is known as hypofrontality, hypo, simply means less than normal, and frontal refers to your prefrontal cortex. So, as the name implies, hypofrontality involves a decrease in control over the brain's impulses. In some cases, brain scans have actually shown decreased frontal brain matter. Hypofrontality is such a key part of the addictive experience, it's considered one of the four main markers for addiction the others being sensitization, desensitization, and dysfunctional stress. In other words, for something to be considered addictive, it must be shown to cause hypofrontality. At the time of this recording, over 150 studies have demonstrated hypofrontality in internet addiction, including more than a dozen studies that have demonstrated its presence in the brains of porn consumers. One interesting study, for example, was divided into two parts. In the first part, 
heavy porn consumers were shown to be less capable of valuing long-term rewards over short-term. But in a clever twist, the researchers divided those participants into two groups for the second part of the study. One group was instructed to abstain from porn for two weeks. The other group was instructed to abstain from their favorite food. Even though both groups were exercising self-control for two weeks, only those who abstained from porn improved their scores in their ability to appreciate long-term rewards, showing that porn uniquely affects consumers' patterns of self-control. In other words, self-control was not the key factor. Porn was the key factor. The implication is that porn consumption did not simply correlate to hypofrontality. Porn consumption caused hypofrontality. So not only can porn create a feedback loop of cravings and desire, it can simultaneously decrease the brain's ability to keep those cravings in check. The good news is, change is possible. Research and the experiences of thousands of people have demonstrated that the negative effects of pornography can be managed and largely reversed. In fact, even in cases of serious substance or other addictions, research shows that the brain can heal over time with sustained effort. Research also indicates that while guilt can motivate healthy change, shame actually fuels problematic porn habits. So if you're trying to give up porn, be kind to yourself and be patient with your progress. Like anything, it takes time for the brain to recover, but daily efforts make a big difference in the long run. Think of it like a muscle that gets stronger the more you use it. The longer you stay away from porn, the easier it becomes. All it takes is practice. For those listening who feel they are struggling with pornography, you're not alone. Check out Fortify, a science-based recovery platform dedicated to helping you find lasting freedom from pornography. Fortify now offers a free experience for both teens and adults. Connect with others, learn about your unwanted porn habit, and track your recovery journey. There is hope. If you've enjoyed listening to Consider Before Consuming, consider making a one-time or recurring donation to support the podcast. Your contribution, whatever the amount, helps support our efforts to educate individuals on the impacts of pornography. Help keep this podcast going by donating to Consider Before Consuming today at ftnd.org forward slash support. That's ftnd.org forward slash support. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Consider Before Consuming. Consider Before Consuming is brought to you by Fight the New Drug. Fight the New Drug is a non-religious and non-legislative organization that exists to provide individuals the opportunity to make an informed decision regarding pornography by raising awareness on its harmful effects using only science, facts, and personal accounts. If you've benefited from listening to Consider Before Consuming, consider subscribing and leaving a review. Again, big thanks to you for listening to this episode. As you go about your day, we invite you to increase your self-awareness, look both ways, check your blind spots, and consider before consuming. <laughs>